Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monacelli. My avid followers knew this podcast as Pleasure Seeking, the Pleasure Seeking podcast, named after my book, The Magic of Pleasure Seeking. As soon as it's available for pre-order, I'll announce it here. Enjoy your listening. Well, today I'm with Alana McKenzie, and um, it's a treat because Alana is a creative potential coach. And your reaction might be just like mine. I wonder what that means. And I'm sure she'll tell us. Um, She helps people to get in touch with their personal greatness and ability to create the lives of their dreams. Um, She's the creator of the signature program, get this, The Art of Feminine Seduction, ladies, where she teaches feminine beings to get in touch with their personal allure, and ability to create fun and success in dating and fulfillment in love. Now, I mean, these are hot topics for anyone to think about, but um, Alana, it's such a pleasure to have you here. And I thank you for having the time, taking the time to spending, uh, spending some time with us. Welcome. Thank you so much, Claudia. I'm so glad to be here. Good. And um, prior to, um, interviewing people, I always try to get some information about them. And uh, Alana has written a number of different things that she's, uh, she's an expert at and could talk about. And so I'm going to start with the one that's probably most controversial, how polarity between masculine and feminine energy works. I'm going to take mm. notes here. <laughs> Go yes. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so polarity, the the teaching of polarity that I work in is the polarity of energy. So in this case, um, I teach about uh, sexual energy and sexual power and getting in touch with your own sexual power in order to create a better love life. What do you, um, um, Alana, do you feel that most people are not in touch with their sexual energy? I don't know if I could say most, but there's definitely um, a cultural taboo against having it, uh, you know, openly discussed and kind of um, on display. We're still kind of uh, unsure of people who are out there (laughs) with their sexuality. Yeah. Um, You know, culturally, there's a little bit of a... um, holding back yes, of, yes. Of, no, about because, those people. Because usually, um, you know, you create a position, you create a job, you create an activity and service, and it usually fills a void, at least something that has brought you to do that. That's why I'm asking. And in your case, what mm. brought you to um, do this type of uh, work? That's what I was yes. getting at. <laughs> so definitely it was personal. For me, ah. I was I was not in touch with my sexual power. Mm-hmm. Um and but I, wait a minute now. Um, of course, everything that you say is going to beg a question. So please forgive me for introducing. Yes, no, it's no um, problem. <laughs> when you say you weren't in touch, how does that look like to you, to a person? What what exactly happens? Uh, is is that a lack of orgasm? Is the, what is it exactly that is an alarm bell? Yeah. So uh, essentially, anything about sexuality, you know, made me a little nervous. Okay. Um, okay. And this tripped me up in dating. So what that looked like for me was that I I really wanted to fall in love. I really wanted to experience love. You know, I mean, beginning as a teenager, right? right. And seeing all those movies about, you know, high school romance <laughs> right, and right. all of this. And, and really wanting that and wanting that experience and then being totally um, incapable of, of, of finding that, of mm-hmm. creating that is how I now think of it is creating. Yeah. Um, and then moving on into, you know, my early twenties, starting to date, uh, you know, finally being effective at being able to, to have a date, yeah. get a date yeah. and go on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being incapable of creating a relationship. Ah. Um, was there you know, a pattern? And- um, did yeah. you find a pattern in, in, I don't know, short term, a week and that was it, yeah. uh, three months and that was it. What, what did it look like yeah. in your case? Uh, I was a three-monther. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, it's very common. Yeah. It really is yes, very, common. very common. I don't know what it is that third month. That's the end. Yeah, I don't well, know why. what I would say it's it's because there is a, oh, no worries. Excuse me.
I'll have to cut that it's out. As, just a moment. <laughs> Francesco, yeah. sono, sto registrando. Ti richiamo. Ciao, ciao, bello. Okay, I'll cut that out. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, you know, with uh, with Apple, it's all linked. Everything is linked. You know, yeah. so you're, and that's the big problem with this. I have to shut it off, but I needed the notes here. Um, so, so wait a minute. Let's get back on track so I can then cut this out and then come back on. So, what does the three monther look like? What is the pattern? Yeah. So that is someone who's uh, likely has some some openness to their sexuality mm-hmm. however doesn't have it have the full scope of intimacy and especially the emotional intimacy coupled with sexual intimacy ah. um which was absolutely the case for me so so sort of a discomfort with with allowing that you know the sexual relationship to also be a deeply emotional relationship that um is a strong human bond, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, which is what you know creates creates a relationship that lasts, that mm-hmm. that continues to go. Um, so, so in that case, I also talk about about the word intimacy beyond a sexual power. Oh, so, okay, okay. So, so let me see. In, okay. in, I would imagine, in listening to you from the outside, that means that you've created a program or service that you would have liked to have, right? Is that what it looks like? Okay. All right. Yes, exactly. Um, because eventually, you know, my, my late twenties, I, I was feeling hopeless. I began to feel quite hopeless. You know, that it was (laughs) like, it makes me laugh. Of course I'm not in my late twenties, so I could laugh now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another thing I've discovered is that actually many people feel, you know, into their sixties, seventies, they still feel quite inept. Yes, and no, um, it's very common. I, I, you know, yeah. I can say that because I coach all different ages and, and, you know, I mean, women have many women have never had an orgasm at any age, you know, yeah. and yeah. so, so we are not laughing at it, but with it. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. And for, for me, it was, it was a lot um, because I, I wanted to have children, you yes. know, I, I want mm-hmm. to create, you know, a family right, and I right. wanted to have children before I was before I was 40. <laughs> um, and so I felt a little bit rushed also, which uh, we could probably get into later. That doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help you. Oh, to be I rushed. know. In the 30s, um, <laughs> women in the 30s. It's a pattern that is. Yeah. And the men who shy away. Oh, no, she's she's 33 or she's 35. I can't go there. (laughs) She's only, only there for one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, essentially I, I began the study as a way to fix myself. Oh, um, right. Wow. That was very ambitious. Isn't, wasn't it? Oh yes. Oh Oh, yeah. But wait, let me ask you a little more personal question. You don't have to answer if you don't want, but did you turn to other services from other professionals to, fix you, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, did it work? Did it not work? Or did it help you? Yes. Next? Oh, well, do tell. It hundred percent worked. Well, good, good. Um, I'm now, I'm now engaged to an incredible man. Who, uh, <laughs> so it's tangible he, he evidence, exactly tangible evidence. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yes. I, and I've helped many people now get in touch with their own uh, feminine energy and therefore be creating polarity and, uh-huh. and this entity that, you know, is, across the, well, you the know, sexual all and we did was spectrum. ask one question the polarity you I know, know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to go back <laughs> okay so let's talk again talk about try to at least about this polarity because uh, the word polarity it, it, it's, it's a great question because the word polarity means two opposite ends is this the same for you is this what yes what you, all right so yes you you try to maybe explain why you want to talk about or that or why that is important to talk about absolutely so the idea with um creating sexual attraction is that you can first of all you can create sexual attraction which many people are are not how many hours do you have have how many hours do you have (laughs) i'm sure everyone is listening and thinking okay tell us more Yes. we're writing um <laughs> keeping notes yes um, 
so so the the sexual polarity is feminine and masculine okay. energy uh-huh. and this doesn't mean that women are just feminine energy right. and men are just so. masculine energy mm-hmm. um this is this is a, a distinction of uh first of all preference right you know right uh your own identity depending on, on who you are and where you fall on the energetic spectrum naturally mm-hmm. um and and then again your preferences sexually right um and uh, what I found is that I'm definitely a feminine energy person. Yeah. However, I was approaching uh, dating with a very masculine energy approach. Energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> approach. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is the way that we're trained to be in the world. I mean, this is what's sort of encouraged at school. Well, well, wait a minute. Learning. Wait a minute. I'm going, I'm going to um, be the devil's advocate here because um, there is no training school for that, right? So we can't we can't say that we were trained, but we can say that we have learned. All right. So we have learned to do this because of certain reasons. All right. So we can't yes. and and. Well, why I'm saying it is because I'm writing for, I have a book that has, is pitched to millennial women, 24, 25, yeah. 35. Mm. And of course, to be able to pitch the book to publishing houses, you have to do some research. They want to know why, you know, what I found mm-hmm. is that they are the most depressed women uh, across this cross section of women in mm-hmm. any age group of any age group. And um, why it is, is that um, they like yourself and like many people who come from a mainstream corporate America are ready to change and go to the Himalayas. All right. And they want to change because they don't want to walk in their parents, boomers who are boomers, right? They're first, now I'm generalizing, right? They're parents from boomers footsteps because they can see critically what they don't like. But mm-hmm. what happens inevitably is that they continue in those footsteps because like yourself, you said, I want to get married. I want to have a family and I want a job. I mean, that's in a nutshell, even the dog, let's throw the dog in <laughs> because yeah. that, that is and in <laughs> full package, in full package, but then they create their own rut. So, so this is, um, mm. you know, we, I'd like to say we've learned, they, I don't think uh, we're trained to do that. I think we learn mm. it or we pick it out, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So what, I, what I mean is, is merely what we're rewarded for. Oh, brava, brava, bravissima. Masculine Ooh, energy yes. uh, results. Good for you. So we haven't even gotten into talking about, about what masculine and feminine energy oh, but that's is That's okay. Yet. That's okay. Yeah, go ahead. But there it is. Um, so anyway, this, you know, this polarity, it, it creates like a magnet. Right. It creates attraction. Um, so for one partner to be living into that feminine energy aspect and then the other partner it's it sort of automatically happens that mm-hmm. the other partner then lives into the masculine um, and just say, briefly um, oh, excuse me when you say live into what do you mean by that yes perfect uh so the feminine energy is the energy of being whereas masculine energy is about doing okay okay yes so we can say masculine energy is externally motivated energy okay, so it's good. energy that moves outwards Perfect. again it's not only men who have this energy right, right. No, we have both of us have the yin and the exactly yang. yes it's the yin yang energy and then feminine so the yin energy is energy that's moving inwards mm-hmm. so again that's about being rather than the masculine outwards doing mm-hmm. um, feminine is also about uh unstructured so yeah. it's chaos yeah it's chaos um, whereas masculine is very linear, structured, contained, um, planned, mm-hmm. direct. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's 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 sort of unilateral, right? right? It's going somewhere. Right. It's outward directed. Um, and uh, feminine is more involved in the process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even so, the the female body during pregnancy is it's it's process oriented, right. rather than being initiation, which right. is which is masculine, sort of like this. Oh, aha, Eureka! Yeah. I yeah, have an yeah. idea. Uh-huh. Um, or or being result oriented again, trying to put something in a box, like mm-hmm. here is the product, product. that I have made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, feminine energy is also uh, 
again unstructured so it's timeless yeah. it does not it does not require you oh, know that's by so this lovely date, <laughs> i do this yeah oh it's so oh, wonderful so once wonderful. you start you know incorporating it especially in dating that's where it's so powerful because okay now wait uh, wait, wait now let's go that sexual <laughs> i don't, oh, don't okay, just okay. mention it come on we have to go there okay. let's go there let's go on a couple of dates come on okay <laughs> all right now we're we're um we're on the dating game. I mean, everybody's out there. Yes. I mean, today there, it's hard to find a woman or a man who has not put a profile somewhere. It just, mm. you know, even COVID <laughs> made us do that, you know? So everyone has yeah. really, and, um, and I think that that was because of the fast pace and little time that people have over the last 10 years mm. that it's really grown. So Let's talk about that. And um, because you put a premium on a good date and how to make a date mm -hmm. great. Let's hear about it. Let's hear about that. Yes, absolutely. So um, when I was previously dating, I, I was going to uh, to get into a rela relationship. So I, I wanted to intention. You know, find someone you who had would the intention. To me. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. They, they were going to like me, they were going to like me, they were going to love me. In fact, they were going to not be able to get enough of me. And then they were going to ask for commitment, right? This was the idea going in. Um, Did you write this on paper? <laughs> I, I have written the book. It's not yet published, but it's it's going down. Don't well, worry. What's the draft title? What's the draft title? Uh, it's also the art of feminine uh, seduction okay. because it's it's sort of my whole process okay. for for right. creating this, making these energetic shifts mm -hmm. within your own life and, mm -hmm. and for dating. Um, so hopefully, we'll be a guide. My book is called <laughs> "The Magic of Pleasure Seeking." It's not far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close. Yeah, yes, we'll let you I'll know. have to read that, that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so uh, can we talk about numbers? I hate to do that to you, but. Oh, it's fine. How many dates? <laughs> Don't tell my fiance. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> he must be listening. <laughs> no, not yet. He's very close. <laughs> uh, so so uh, let's say you went on a dating spree. I mean, you did go on several. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. All right. Um, I did. And, and was it fun from the get-go? Mm -hmm. Um, so it was fun from the get-go once I started using feminine energy. Ah. Um, previously, it had been uh, a little bit nerve-wracking. It had been, you know, it was something that made me a little bit nervous. There was a lot of pressure, again, yeah. because as yeah. I was saying, you know, I was there to find commitment. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I wasn't sure if people would like me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did not have a lot of peace with my body and my, and my appearance. I was... I was actually quite convinced I was ugly uh -huh. and, um, uh, and you know, it was sort of just luck when a man happened to like me. Ah. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, it was not a very empowered place to come from. Yes, of course not. Of course not. But I mean, I still have yet to find the woman who is a hundred percent happy with the way she looks, whether she's a, you know, a model or she's, not yes. you know it's that's the way and we that are. is really that's what i what i came to was that actually no matter you know what what's going on for you there's still room for you to be unhappy right and i actually you know i i, I spent some time i lived in europe for several years mm -hmm. and i i lost a bunch of weight just where where <laughs> eating european and where uh i was in romania for uh -huh. most of the time mm -hmm. Did you choose um, Romania as a, a specifically? I did. Do you, are you originally from I, Romania? No, I I went there for multiple reasons. Um, it was right after college, university uh -huh. for mm -hmm. me, um, and I at that point wanted to go into international relations. Ah, and very interesting. I had sort of yes, I had a different. I was on a different track. Right, I, I, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I so and I had specialized in sort of former, you know, former USSR, right, right, <laughs> right, of, uh, politics and Romania is sort of, you know, one of those interesting, uh, 
quasi-USSR. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and mixture. And I also have a lot of experience uh, or a, a big background in Romance languages yeah. and Ro Romanian is close. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted to go experience the culture and sort of, you know, get some experience being abroad and, um, and learn the language, mm -hmm. you know, be immersed in it. Um, and then I fell in love and you know, I knew um, that was coming. <laughs> yes, that was part of the journey. Um, and he did tell me you wanted to marry me. Uh, we were we were not dating mm. <laughs> um, because I was his teacher. We were I was teaching adults. Don't uh -huh. worry. English, adults. English, mm. English. Um, and uh, we were not officially dating. However, we were madly in love. Mm. Um, unfortunately that did not work out and it was incredibly painful oh um, but did he learn yes. english he 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 spoke very good english oh, okay. um which okay. was one of one of the problems probably because he <laughs> was really helping me um we had what i would later learn a very natural feminine masculine oh energetic exchange how nice uh, i did not know this at the time Ooh. <laughs> Um, I was, you know, just completely sort of naively uh, in it, which is the best way to of go. Of course, into love. <laughs> you should have put this on your list. This is a great story. <laughs> yes, this is a great story. <laughs> um, but what, it, what was the pain involved? You, you didn't want to come back. Uh, you didn't want to end that relationship, well, or uh, I wasn't ready for it. Oh, huh? So again three months after oh, he, oh dear. he was in love with me i was out of the country because it, uh the visa had fallen right through of with course. the company i was of course for. yeah um and uh you know he was calling me on the phone sometimes um but then uh i th i think okay, we never talked about it because in romania the culture is very different. Of the course. culture is so I was just in completely over my head with in terms of of you know how how he felt about things versus <laughs> how I felt about things. Um, but what I suspect is that he saw pictures of me on Facebook with men because in America it's very common of to have course. Of friendships. Course. Of course. With, you know, yeah. male, female yeah. friendships. It's a different and culture. I was mm -hmm. friends with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so rather than have an honest conversation about it at the time, he began to be extremely rude to me. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had no idea what was going on. And I, at that point, I believed that being in love with someone meant that you were incredibly kind to them all the time, <laughs> you know, cause you loved them. So you just, uh -huh. you wanted the best so, so for them. So now, wait a minute, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. So uh, okay. let's say that everything we've said up until now, in terms of the, your approach to um, some form of coaching, I, I, can I call it coaching? Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, could that be culture bound to the United States and would not work elsewhere? No. Okay. So originally your question was about how many dates I went on. Right. And I, I, I went on many dates and I did it in about seven different cultures. Ah. Um, and it, it Ooh, worked the same across better culture. And better as we go <laughs> on. Know. Come on, do tell. We don't have time for everything. But it's this is so a big book. Are you bad. writing a bit long book? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's going to be a very full book. <laughs> Do not worry. Okay, um, so so you did it in, in seven different cultures um, and you saw that the, the results were the same. Um, mm -hmm. When did you make that past the three-month mark? After yeah. how many dates? Uh, so what happened? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> If I can, I haven't counted them. That's specifically okay. That's to see okay. How many dates? I'll count them. Um, <laughs> yeah, because again, feminine energy is outside of of time and right. and sort of that linear space. Right. Um, but so I had I had dated before I got in in the first relationship I I went into with this dating style. Um, I had dated. Uh, six men. Okay. So, so in, let's say how long are, uh, in, in what period, a couple of years or how many? Over six months. Ah, okay. And, and so again, and I was, I was in and out at the time. Yeah, of course. So in and out. Yes. Um, but what, what it was is I was, uh, first of all, having a great time. Oh, good dating, for you. Which was, which Sounds was like it. Yeah. And also creating connection. So rather than, um, you know, 
I, I think I used to think of it as sort of like, well, I'm going in, I'm just seeing if we're compatible uh, talking, I'm seeing if we're compatible by having sex, and then seeing if, if he wants me, mm-hmm. right, long term. Right. And this time it was I none of those rules, you know, it was all just about the conversation, the connection, uh-huh. the um, chemistry, yeah. you know, the flirting, the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it didn't even, I didn't even need to go into a sexual relationship yeah. in order to um, really create something incredible with a person. Yeah. Um, and then I wasn't also when I did have a, a sexual connection with someone, it wasn't the forefront, right? It was no uh, longer like the only thing uh, about that relationship anymore. Um, so when I, if, you know, when I left the country, we have to say when I left the country, it wasn't about, um, you know, this was something and now it's over. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't about, uh, you know, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. what are we? There yeah. was not about labels. Um, it, it was it was purely connection. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, just much more about, about the human bond between mm-hmm. us. The here um, and now, yeah. And so... Mm-hmm. The here and now. Mm-hmm. And and some of them, you know, I, I then had to cut off when I got into a relationship. For yes, example, there's only seven days in a talking. week. I mean, yes. it's <laughs> only seven days in a week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and generally I am, I'm a very, you know, I'm, a, I'm kind of a one man woman. I'm a Taurus. So she I don't know says, if you know. I, I, I get it. <laughs> okay. We'll, um, we'll agree with her on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was it was a whole different process. Right, I guess right. I can say mm-hmm. it was just a whole different experience right. of dating and, right. and meeting people and getting to know them and um, experiencing uh, my sexuality in bed, but also out of bed, uh-huh. um, which is something we don't often think about too. Okay, now um, the key word was seduction, right? In your yes. project and the book. Um, mm. Maybe we can ease on into that um, yes, because, please. yes, please. Yeah, <laughs> because, um, all right, let's start. Let's talk about the book um, chapters. How did you, the term, the seduction is the topic, right? Um, mm-hmm. How did you divide that into a book? I mean, did you um, put three big parts and smaller number of chapters? How did you work that out? Yeah. So it, it basically goes through the same process that I take people through in my program. Okay. So my program, the art of feminine seduction is, is sort of like a training ground, right? So it's how long how does to, it last? Is there a, it's a 10 week program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So giving people time to integrate kind of these ideas and, um, and often go through some of their past baggage yeah. with, with the way that they used to date. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, create new possibilities mm-hmm. for themselves yeah. in how dating goes for them. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's, af- there's support afterwards as well right. uh, for people. Um, but that's kind of the intensive. Uh-huh. So the book outlines that same process yeah. as well as telling my own story. So from ah, sort of, you know, I see, you know, high school, I was completely ignored. So okay. just no, no romantic at- attention. Uh-huh. I couldn't even receive it. Mm-hmm. Right. I could not, I could not receive attention. Right. Um, and then moving into my early twenties where it was the, this sort of, um, disempowered attention where I, I, I was kind of at the effect of, of men. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, each of the energetic processes that lift you out of those, those stages mm-hmm. and that kind of, you know, heartbreak cycle. Okay. So, I, I so call it also. we have a timeline, right? We have a timeline with mm-hmm. your experiences interspersed on the timeline. And then you create sort of, sort of a theoretic, theoropractic, mm-hmm. practical yes. uh, a gift to yeah. the reader, right? Um, yeah. And the applied theory right. of how to do this right. in your life. Okay. Kind of so, so let's say yeah. that um, it's an average, what it's 250 to 180 pages. Mm-hmm. That's now. Yeah. And um, so is it practical? I mean, are there practical exercises that we can do? Yeah. Each chapter ends with an exercise mm-hmm. of how, to, you know, how to bring this into your life. Um, you could tell so- that I'm a nonfiction expert here. <laughs> 
Yes, it's my favorite genre. I, I was never to. going to write a fiction book. <laughs> Wait, you can get <laughs> into erotica. Possible. You can get into erotica. I <laughs> I've thought about it, um, but it, it it seems like, again, one of those things you need to really spend a lot of time on before you <laughs> to, to like build up. Well, I mean, you know, you know you've got many years ahead. <laughs> This is true. This is true. Um, But don't worry. I'm not a person. I I actually, I have naturally a lot of masculine energy and I do not want for projects. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's say that, um, that I'm a, I'm a client, right? I'm, Mm -hmm. I come to you. You know, this actually happened to me. Um, At one point I I started learning Argentine tango because I thought maybe Mm. I'll learn how to, to be a woman. Right. Mm. But then the first lesson, they said there was an Argentine couple. The man has to yeah, has to get you to dance, has, has to invite you, and the woman mm. waits. I thought, oh, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. All right. But the woman said, you have the prerogative of saying no. So mm. in this case, uh, what... what would you... So, so I come to you because I really do think that I don't understand. I don't get it. I'm doing everything. Work is perfect. I don't get it. I have a very men, a lot of men, but mm-hmm. I, it just doesn't work well. You know, I, I do everything that I want, but still there's, yeah. there's some, there's sort of a disconnect now. Yeah. You tell me it's a 10 week program, right? And we go mm-hmm. through the phases. Um, so the question is, has there been anyone who didn't complete the program for some reason or another? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Um, because people come, they, this is an area of life where people have an incredible amount of resistance, oh. um, internal and external, mm. right? So um, because we go to dating often, and this was definitely one of my issues, um, very vulnerably and we we go and we recreate some of our earliest wounding right our 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 parent our our family of origin stories right uh you know play out much much quicker in dating than they do in friendship yes um because we just we go so intensely Mm -hmm. (laughs) into it um and we bring a lot of our anxiety Mm -hmm. and our you know frustration and our and our uh, all of our stories about how we're not good enough, how we're too ugly, how we're, you know, or, or not intelligent, not accomplished enough. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things play out almost immediately when we go to a date, you know, even a first date. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Um, and, and many people, as we started with, are not comfortable with their, with their sexual power. Mm-hmm. Um, and when and it things, is power, it is power. And it is yeah, power. Yeah, let's underline and, that, yeah. Yes. And, and there are many, many reasons for that. Um, you know, and I, 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 I cannot address all of, all of someone's trauma necessarily. Yes, in, of course. In 10 weeks. Of course. But um, Alana, mm-hmm. um, is that a common reason for people to stop? Is that the most common reason? Um, you know, it, it's hard to say yes. because people have things that come up right, right. in okay. their lives. Yeah, sure, I, sure. You know, I needed to go. Of course, of course, of course, of course. My house is being renovated. (laughs) These have all happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I think there's also a certain level of of, um, trepidation. Yes, of course, of course. Um, But but uh, let's say, let's say, um, let's say, has it ever happened that a person has come to you um, mid-program, they stopped because they had to work on their house, okay? And they come Mm -hmm. back. Has that ever happened? Um, not yet, but okay. you can always keep reaching out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And, um, have you worked generally with women, obviously, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do too. Um, yeah. but is there any, do you think there is any room for a couple's program in the future? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, because it is about this creation of polarity, uh-huh. if both partners are sort of actively practicing. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's Tantra, right? At that point, that's a very, that's, you're getting into, um, into Tantra, real Tantric practice, Mm -hmm. right? Um, For our listeners, maybe you would like to contextualize that Tantric practice. What does it mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
so Tantra <laughs> uh, is, is, you know, it's a yogic practice um, around connection and mm -hmm. that can be connection to others and it can also be connection to the self. Mm -hmm. um, and, and sort of this feminine masculine energy within Tantra mm -hmm. is often about creating, it's about creating creative energy. Okay. Right? okay. That's, so, that's perfect so. because I've had a, a guest who was a Tantric um, coach and uh, oh, she, okay. and it was interesting, but just to contextualize it within your talk. Um, so, mm -hmm. so let's say that perhaps, you know, we could say that looking forward, Alana may create a program for couples in future, you know, um, well, the need may arise for you too. I mean, we always, always start with ourselves, right? Yeah. Now, exactly. so we have exactly. the book coming out. We have, you know, so there's a lot of uh, energy that you're that's around you and that's working uh, that you're working with. But um, there is another thing that I wanted to um, ask you. Um, you do talk about empowering uh, the process of being empowered, and. Uh, you link that to dating and how dating can be empowering. How could we make the, the mm -hmm. connection there? And what is yeah. it about a so date that makes someone empowered? Yeah, your story before about the tango, right. my experience yes. of needing to wait. Um, I, I hear a lot in feminine energy dating places and uh, spaces, I should say. Mm -hmm. And I am here to change that narrative. <laughs> in what way? Um, in what way? Because I, I, I don't believe in it. So there's this sort of idea that masculine, the masculine leads and the feminine follows. Yeah. Um, and the way I see it is that it's actually a cyclical relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, the masculine leads and the feminine follows and the feminine leads and yes. the masculine yes. follows. Yes, and there's a funny, not a funny, but um, in, in Italian, uh, the language will allow you only to say the masculine role and the feminine mm. role but in english they mm -hmm. say the leader and the follower and mm -hmm. um, i've seen wonderful dancers shift mid dance and just embrace differently and then become the follower and then the leader and it's fabulous it's just mesmerizing yeah. really yeah. yeah and that i believe is where we are headed as a world and my interpretation of feminine energy is that uh, the feminine inspires action. Yes. So there are multiple ways to lead. Yes. In my opinion, you don't need to lead by pushing something. You, suggest. you can also lead yes. through suggestion, mm -hmm. inspiration, yes. um, you know, all of these things. So you can be fully embodied in your feminine energy and be leading in my, in my oh, yes, teaching. Yes. And so, for example, my answer, my, my suggestion to you or, or to people who struggle with that, with that idea that they're, you know, female or feminine, so they need to just sit around waiting yeah, for yeah, a man, yeah. um, is that you lead with emotion. Oh yes. Right. Because yes. emotion is this, is, is an embodied feminine state. Right. Right. So, um, you can say something like, wow, I would love to meet you. I would love to meet up next, you know, mm -hmm. next week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So you're not saying, you know, um, Hey, let's go out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know? well it's, it's, there's a lot to be said about nonverbal uh, communication. So also. we people invite us to dance with glances it's done with a glance mm -hmm. and the shake of the head mm -hmm. or the nod of the head and and uh, you know when you don't want to dance you just turn your head and and so that's the way it does yeah. which is which is also an art in and of itself mm -hmm. um i also teach that ah, i teach we'll flirting go, with body okay language. go on yes. tell us tell us yes so again, feminine energy, unstructured, mm -hmm. it's not, uh, it's not that direct masculine energy. Right. So a feminine pose is any sideways pose, right? It's anything that you're where you're not directly, directly. head on to someone. Um, you're a little bit tilted away, your your body can be leaned back, right, or leaned forward, uh -huh. you know, you're not basically it's avoiding straight lines with your body. Mm -hmm. um, so you, creating 
kind of a curve in your in your demeanor mm -hmm. uh you know your head tilted your your hips right so we see your hip tucked to one side mm -hmm. um your legs crossed over each other uh creating asymmetry asymmetry basically. so interesting mm -hmm. anytime you've created asymmetry with your body you've immediately as a feminine being you've immediately become more suggestive <laughs> uh -huh. how interesting um, how interesting yes yeah. so uh you know this is a way that you can sort of get into it when you're you know sitting waiting, waiting at a dance yeah. mm -hmm. before before the before the dance begins before mm -hmm. your partner has, exactly. has approached you mm -hmm. um you can already be getting into that space just by yourself right you know right. and I even recommend doing it, you know, if you're going to have a phone date. Now we have this world where yeah, of course. <laughs> you have a phone of date course, before. Of course, the language, yeah. Yes, and you don't even have to be seen. Right. You know, you don't need to be seen by your date in order to be really feeling into that, um, into that energetic mm -hmm. state with your body. Right. And it comes out then, it comes out in your expression, it comes out- In the um, sound of the voice as well. I'm a voice coach, so- so. <laughs> Yeah, that. yeah, me yeah. too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, well, then you yes, would I'm know. Also a singer. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you have to grace us with a, a few bars. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what um, what kind of music? What kind of singing um, do you do? I I'm doing all kinds. Really, I'm, I'm training now. Yeah. So I um I was previously trained classically, Ooh. and then I um I didn't want to sing that anymore oh, no. um, and i discovered a a singing technique a vocal technique uh called complete vocal technique yeah. and uh where you can train to sing anything right and went to denmark spent spent three months in denmark uh learning there to you sing go those there. three months one of my travels <laughs> three months <laughs> um <laughs> i know i love three months it's such a good <laughs> amount of time um <laughs> it's enough to change your life of course um so so now and and a few years ago i also had a vocal injury so i've also been now training mm -hmm. with a coach who who um is sort of you know speech pathology right i see i see <laughs> mm -hmm. um but i i've been sort of moving into the crossover singer space mm -hmm. so well, what does I that create... mean uh, the crossover oh. singer space yes that means you can sing classical and pop ah, okay basically okay or and jazz mm -hmm. and blues mm -hmm. you know um so i sing uh pop as an as an artist so right. I, I work with a producer and mm -hmm. we create original music good for you and then i work with my coach on lots of classical uh, <laughs> stuff and very precise yeah technique. yeah yeah yeah. Um, and then I sing in a party band. <laughs> oh, good for you. How much fun yes. is that? Yeah. So much fun. Oh, it, so, so now this fun. brings me to another idea because, um, oh, all right. So today's world is as we are talking behind the screen, right behind a computer mm -hmm. screen. So I would imagine that your coaching and most of the work you do is like that. Am I right? Uh, is like behind a screen, you're doing it oh, yes. at a distance remotely. All right. Yes. Um, could it be possible that your singing uh, abilities and your voice could be uh, harnessed to create a different program, some kind of, mm -hmm. because, you know, the voice is so seductive. The voice is so mm -hmm. sensuous. The voices can do anything that mm -hmm. I'm thinking that this could be an offshoot for you in oh, yes. the art of feminine seduction. Mm -hmm. um, because what it's about is expression. Right. Um, which brings us back to your original question about creating, you know, empowered relationship right. and sexual relationship. It's about what you expressed. Right. And you can express things without words, you know, not right. verbally. Right. However, it is incredibly powerful and usually the most powerful to communicate using words mm -hmm. um, directly. Yeah. Um, so so um, often feminine people have been uh, shut down a lot. Uh, uh, when you say that, when you say loud. when you say feminine people, uh, you mean women who are being feminine? Uh, I mean, women. <laughs> well, but women, because if, when they are feminine, I understand being shut down. I, I have experienced that numerous times. And yeah. go on, go on. I get it. I get it. Okay. 
yeah, it's it. There's sort of this place of of um, and this is not. There's no blame here. I don't. No, I don't no. Mean I mean, it's anyone. their power that is being shut down. Yeah, um, not being listened to, uh, not being taken seriously. Uh, you know, and even an internal feeling of of just I shouldn't put my voice in here, right? Mm-hmm. I shouldn't put my opinion here. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of unequally affects women, right? Yes. It, it unequally affects feminine people. Um, so there, there's a huge part in, in dating and reclaiming your power in dating. Uh-huh. That is just about talking. Ah. <laughs> it's just about saying what you want, ah. um, saying what you want, uh, asking for help and expressing your emotions. Ah, nice. Um, mm-hmm. These are the things that we have shut down our voices mm-hmm. in often. I had definitely shut down well, my voice. Our whole, our, our voices are always shut down. I mean, yes. and then there's this other <laughs> space that, um, female people did you say i like that female people mm-hmm. female persons um think that they should know why should i mm-hmm. tell them you know and if they don't know yeah. that's not a good thing you know mm-hmm. <laughs> there's yes. a lot of that hmm. yes and in dating definitely sort of like well of course he knows i think this or want this mm-hmm. or or you know of course he 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 can see that he, could, she, he can, must she can know <laughs> yeah um, and it's not the case. Right. So really getting into that, um, I call it the assertive feminine yep. space mm-hmm. of, of being connected to your body and your, and your physical response and your sensuousness, and then also your voice so that you are able to express, mm-hmm. you know, what it is you do want, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, what your needs are, what you, um, what you would love to experience mm-hmm. it, the same thing we we're talking about just right. rather than just sitting right. there waiting for your for your hopefully your needs to be met really <laughs> taking that into your own hands yeah. and saying you know in bed this is what i would love i, I would really like yes. this rather than just like oh oh dear yeah. <laughs> you know? just rather what than waiting <laughs> rather yes, than waiting exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Well, look, you know, it's, it's just, I understand there's just too much for one episode. So what I'm going to suggest is that we come to an end of an episode episode first and prom with a promise that when the book comes out, you'll come back and talk to us about it. And you'll let me know when that happens in this way, we'll have plenty to talk about. So let's leave our listeners with, um, I don't know, what do you think from all of the work that you do? Right. And we're not all singers, so let don't say singing. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> um, what is the one best suggestion that you could give uh, female listeners that they can take home that is yes. important to you? Yes, um, it's definitely getting into the creative state of mind in terms of love. So again, rather than waiting and hoping, wishing, dreaming, um, really getting in touch with this idea of I can create the love of my dreams today. Mm-hmm. I can create the love of my dreams today. Um, I, I say it requires uh, attraction. So use polarity. Yes, <laughs> we talked right. about. Takes attraction. Um, it takes um, it takes sexual tension. It, it takes some sexual attraction. Right. So starting to work on that flirting, that sensuality, um, and then also work on emotional connection. So being able to create emotional connection, create um, a bond with someone emotionally. Right. Uh, these are all things I teach. Good, good <laughs> um, for you. And where so can, I know you can create. I know. Well, where can we find you? <laughs> yes, you can find me online at a vesselforlove.com. Mm-hmm. Or will you be posting the link? Yes, of course. Below? For sure. Or you can find me through the links. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, again, under A Vessel for Love. Good. Um, and I'd love to hear from anyone um, about anything you're going through yeah. <laughs> at some at, at any point. So, hey, do you have a blog yes, on your website? Do you have a blog there? I don't currently. Ah, well, this is interesting. I've been, uh-huh. I've been putting so much of my uh, writing yeah, right. into the book yeah, and, yeah. and my newsletter. I hear you. Um, mm-hmm. But but it, it it may be in the works. in the works in the works with <laughs> yes. that yeah with the other voice uh, program and program exactly. for couples. <laughs> yes, Alana, all of the things to be thank you so much for coming, and we will have you back. You will keep thank in touch. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Goodbye.